That's why I also like Dushik's character because he has a lot of skills that he can use. He can survive anywhere with those skills. When you see him throw all his uh, IDs with his credentials, it was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I actually yeah. thought he was scamming people. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Fans Podcast, the place for nerds and fanatics of anime, K-drama, and shows for the young at heart. Please don't forget to follow us on the podcasting platform of your choice and find us on Instagram. That's at Nerdy Fans Podcast. So today we are going to talk about one of the hottest K-drama release right now, Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Our initial thoughts and whether it's worth watching or not. Joining me today is a fellow otaku and who watches K-drama from time to time. You may have heard her from one of our episodes at the Gleeful Talk Show uh, about anime and webtoons. So please check that out. Please welcome once again, Sez. Hi, Sez. Welcome to the show. Hey, Glee. Thanks for inviting me on your podcast. A different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thank been a you. while. Thank you. Yes, and congratulations to this new channel. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This is for the all my other, you know, stuff. <laughs> well, anime and K drama stuff, and yes, all about hometown cha cha cha. Yeah. So uh, first, we're going to talk about the plot. What this drama is about. So I guess like the R nerdy fans can Google what the plot is. But just to give an overview, it's about a soul-based elite dentist who moved to an idyllic seaside village of Gongjin. Gongjin is actually a fictional seaside village where she meets the jack of all trades named Hong Doshik, or popularly called Chief Hong. The location is warm, comforting, and could probably give a lesson or two for this city girl. So, says, what is your initial thoughts about this K-drama? Yeah, thanks for mentioning that Gongjin is a fictional place because earlier I did try to look at it on the Google Maps and I couldn't find, I, I saw Gongjin but it was not near the sea. So apparently it's not the seaside that I, I, I thought it would be. <laughs> So they were shooting it in a different place uh, named Pohang. So that one is, it's near to Japan. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah. oh. So when I check it uh, on the map. So my initial thoughts of this K-drama is it didn't really grow on me until the next three and four episodes. Episode three and four other. So for the first two episodes were okay. So, but I did stay because on episode two, I saw Dushik, Kimson who plays Hong Dushik. So again, you mentioned that he's, he has, uh, he's a jack of all trades. And when I saw him on episode two, making coffee using the pour over method, go, hmm, I'll give this show a chance. Aww. So I stayed <laughs> and I didn't regret it. And I enjoyed it mainly because of the characters, the community, the location, and the food. Lots of mm, food. Yes, <laughs> yes. And me also, I agree with you because when I even started watching the trailer, of course, at first, my intentions was I wanted to watch it because Kim Sun Ho is there and I'm a fan of him. 
since startup and yeah I was like really heartbroken at startup time I didn't even finish it because she <laughs> didn't get the girl so <laughs> so this is his chance right <laughs> so this is his chance to be the main lead so I'm very happy so that was my first intention of watching this mm-hmm. and same as you like at first like Ah, uh, okay. It's like okay, chill, and you know, like nothing, nothing, you know, going on. I don't know where it's going to take me in the journey, but yes, yeah, same with you. I think maybe episode three as well. Episode two is like trying to build up because I think episode one it was just trying to introduce everyone, right? Yes, like yes. yeah, that character, the the dentist, and the jack of all trades. So it wasn't really something that you want to binge watch the next one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So if you wanted to watch it because of Kim Son Ho, I wanted to watch it because I li- really like Shin Min Ah. So the girl, I'm her fan, and the, both um, of them together. Fox. Yes, <laughs> and both of them together, they're so adorable <laughs> because of their dimples. So they're dubbed as the dimple yeah. couple. <laughs> so yeah, so cute. Yeah, but I really enjoyed yeah. the first few scenes and the location the beach side because because of the quarantine and all I haven't been able to travel a lot outside of my city so I'm kind of getting imaginative on what my next travel would be watching the waves watching Kim Sunho surfing but I just uh, yes. didn't like that he he was surfing with a full body. <laughs> what was that? Is yeah. it? I don't understand. Like, I forgot the yeah yeah like that. <laughs> Why can't he show his abs, diba? Right? <laughs> Maybe it's a culture thing, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, but I was also very surprised. Like, oh, is it really known there to do surfing? Because currently I'm based in Australian people here. Really like surf a lot Mm-mm. and it's like I don't think Korea is common for surfing but I don't know but you know I was like surprised to have that scene and there were like those kinds of scenes were being put together on different places of the episodes but yeah, it's very obvious like he was not the one surfing did you notice <laughs> that yeah when the shots are away from him <laughs> but I read that he took some classes surfing classes Oh. But there, it's not that, I, I don't know, it's not too believable yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, my husband took some surfing classes once as well, but it's like, not as that kind of the waves that you can really, really stand up already. So, so, so we'll consider him a vanilla surfer. What, what, what does that mean? <laughs> so the vanilla, it's like a term. Sometimes it's a naughty term, but it's a term oh, referred really? to light, meaning it's not, ah. they're not pros. So ah. that's right. Sorry. Okay. It's the basic, ah. most basic one. That's why they <laughs> use it on vanilla romance because it's just uh, fluffy, light and fluffy. So we may consider home, this drop K drama as vanilla as well. Probably, but uh, can we share spoilers here or is will there be spoiler alerts? Oh, let's do a spoiler alert for our for our nerdy fans. So, okay, <laughs> okay. guys, for spoiler alert. So from then on, like we will be talking some things about. So yeah, yeah stick around. 
<laughs> what episode have you seen lately? So they're currently... Um, I've seen only episode 6. I'm saving episode 7 after this call, after this oh, recording. Okay. All right. I won't mention anything beyond episode 6. So what I've noticed is that for some, a lot of gay dramas, you know, the kissing scene is usually on episode 10, usually in that part. But in this gay mm. drama, it's, it didn't went up to... <laughs> episode 10 so which is nice which is nice though yeah yeah i agree with you on that as well and the kissing is not i'm trying not to uh, spoil a lot of information here but the kissing scene is not as common as Mm -hmm. the usual ones right yeah so if we compare it to the western dramas uh where it's really different because when you watch a Western drama, episode one, oh, the episode in this episode alone, my God, it's already jam-packed with a lot of stuff. But for K-dramas, it's a slow burn. The stories are slow burn. Yeah. So yeah. They really yeah. build you up. And the initiation as well is different in this one. I know. Yes. Yes. And what I also appreciate is that their chemistry. Ah, yes. Their chemistry is good. Yeah. Have you seen their interviews? Not yet. Uh, Ah, I I will check it after this one. Yeah, yeah. They are, as you said, they have very good chemistry. And I feel that Kim Sun Ho as himself is very, like, fun and easy to approach. And Uh -uh. that's why maybe they're, maybe his leading ladies are also, like, do feel comfortable with him. We see. So yeah, it's my yeah. actually my first time to watch Kim Sun Ho, a Kim Sun Ho drama. But I'm enjoying and I'm enjoying good. it. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? So you could summarize it for us a bit. Yeah, sure. So I'll just uh, summarize on episodes one to four. So for the first, again, I've said earlier, the first two episodes were not too catchy. You, know, you get to see Ye Jin. That's the name of Shin Mina's character in this show. You get to see who she is as a person, as a dentist. What are her values when she was still working as a dentist in an elite dental clinic in Seoul? And what happened that made her question her ethics and made her change a bit at the time and the drunken mistakes she committed <laughs> that's why she wasn't able to get a different job perspective so that's a spoiler alert so she left the job and she wasn't able to get a new job immediately so she i think she got depressed at the time and so she went to gongjin to also visit the place that's full of memories for her and her mother and her father. So when they were together at that time. And apparently when she went there, she met a, a few dumb strokes of luck. Because it's all started with that very expensive heels she bought uh, yes. <laughs> on credit yeah. card. And after that one, a series of unlucky events happened. Which led her to Dushik. So, and mm. from there, we got to meet the community, the people living in Gongjin, and how they were connected to Dushik and also to Yejin's character. The impact of these first two episodes were just okay, it's forgettable. But for in the next three and four episodes, 
the, the characterization between the community and the main leads became uh, stabilized. I mean, there were more stories to tell at the time, so which made me appreciate community life, the simple living, and that one. Yes, it's interesting because you mentioned about the simple life and community living. So I'm assuming that you prefer that kind of life. Definitely, yes, because. My background, maybe is it is it as we grow? I don't know if it comes with age, but simple living is something that I really want to do. If I have the money, I wanted to buy a camper van and then just live inside a camper van and spark it any place here in the Philippines if I can and cook my own meal inside the camper van or just sleep outside and pitch a tent. It's fascinating oh. to think about. That's why I also like Dushik's character because he has a lot of skills that he can use. He can survive anywhere with those skills. When you see him throw all his uh, IDs with his credentials, it was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I, I actually yeah. thought he was scamming people, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought as well in the in the trailer, right? Yeah, I thought he was a, a scammer, but. He was just like that. I gotta say that it doesn't come with age with what you meant because I'm not really preferring that kind of life. So my initial thoughts for this drama was like, you know, like I'm just gonna watch it because of Kim Son Ho. But in terms of the vibes and I'm not really into countryside living. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm more into the city <laughs> life living. Maybe when I grow older, maybe like, I don't know, like 20, 10 years from now, I don't know. But that was my initial thought that even like looking at the trailer and looking at the teaser as well, like, ah, oh, this is like, okay, this is a seaside, countryside setting. But I wasn't really into it in terms of the setting. And I only wanted to watch it because of the, the actors. So, yeah, it doesn't come with each that much, so, I gotta say. Yeah, we're two peas in a pod, but we, I believe yeah. we both agree to disagree. Yes, 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 indeed. Yeah, and what do you think about, maybe this will be a spoiler to some of our nerdy fans, but what do you think about Hyejin as a character? Hyejin as a character is complicated because... She's like, I mean, her and Dushik's character, they're both polar opposites. Because, again, Hyejin is like you. She prefers the city life. And when she transitioned to the simple life in a seaside, in a seaside village, it really took a lot of effort from her and a lot of energy. And if in the next, uh, I think it was in episode two, that she was in a hot seat because of an incident, because just because she wasn't able to adjust to the people around her. Because, you know, city life and seaside, a rural village has different cultures and has, I don't think different morals, but different, just different traditions. And dynamics as well, yes. right? I guess. Yeah. And Yejin as a character, she wasn't able to easily adjust to that one. So that's why I find it complicated to understand her perspective because my perspective is different. 
Because if I'm thrown uh, into that into that uh, rural village, wow, I like it. <laughs> Maybe I'll open my arms and then, oh, this is a new, it's an interesting change. But for her, it wasn't, it didn't come in easy. And yeah, if in the next uh, episodes, we get to learn that Yejin didn't even started as an elite dentist. She also went through a lot. And that fact, that she wasn't able to adjust given with her background made me question what happened in between that made her turn into someone who sees rural living as somewhat inferior so that one mm. well funny enough for me I totally understand Yejin's character <laughs> <laughs> if I would be in her shoes I would really feel much worse it's not like I think that the rural side is inferior it's just so difficult for me to adjust because the city life for me is very convenient you know, like everything is here. Like I can just buy deliver the food delivery, the food options. <laughs> Although, you know, the food choices are not as healthy as the rural and countryside. But uh -uh. I can totally understand how she feels and how she tried to adjust. So at first, you will see that her character, because she's a city girl uh -uh. and she's like, oh, I'm a dentist. I am having kind of pride to mm -mm. her that wasn't really good in a way but after watching some episodes unveil the depth of her character then you will understand why she is like that which is the reason why I appreciate this drama as well because even though they're trying to do it as a light-hearted one mm -mm. you can really get some pieces of learnings and lessons from it yeah, I agree. And that character of her that I appreciate the most is that despite her somewhat strong or feisty persona outside, she's really a softy inside. So, which is really nice. The way that she helped the two kids when she visited Gongchin, when she saw a young male kid had a chipped tooth, so she instantly helped. And we show it just shows that everyone is a uh, work in progress, just like Yejin. Yeah, you mentioned that she's like a feisty on the outside because she's trying to portray a strong person outside because she's trying to protect her inside. Maybe that's why as well. But it's good that they're trying to portray someone like that because in real life, there are people like that, right? Like intimidating on the outside, but might be quite good at on the inside. Mm -mm. And how about the the polar opposite, Hong Doshik? <laughs> what do you think of him? Doshik. Sometimes my head hurts with Doshik. I mean, I like him uh, because he has a lot of skills and all. And he's friendly and he's exuding with a lot of positivity. But the sad thing is that even if he's uh, friendly to Chami to a lot of uh, the community in Gongjin and to everyone, but there's a deep secret within him that he just can't share to anyone. He can't fight to any one of them. So it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. That's Do you a have sad a theory thing. about that one? Do you have a theory of oh. what he did? I mean, like... Um, I mean, that's, that's a spoiler. already shown in episode 7? Oh, okay. Then, then no, no. Because <laughs> I have a theory. Okay. This is my theory since... Okay. Yeah. So is, does it show in the episode 7 already? I think it was on episode 6, I think. There was the picture 
No, like he was like, he went, okay, this is a very big spoiler, <laughs> but he went to Seoul. One eternity later. I don't know, like, why am I so morbid? But my theory is that maybe he killed someone. I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> my Please no, that's so gruesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, maybe it's too much, <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, not really killed someone, but he inflicted some pain, pain. on someone yeah yeah that, that's yeah. a possibility my theory as well is related to an accident perhaps that maybe he blamed himself a bit i, uh, I don't know but we can only speculate for more, now yeah 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 but that's a much more probable event than what my theory is <laughs> because with with this kind of drama i don't think that that the main character killed someone so <laughs> possibly we'll see we'll see in the next we'll episodes see. but yeah i, I yeah. enjoyed dushik's character because of his colorfulness like he really he's he can actually be a men he's a good mentor to yejin when it comes to adapting to the rural life there's a scene wherein he's trying to tell her that you are staying here you chose to have a clinic here and you have to adjust to the people and understand them as well it's not just about you which is nice. Uh, he even referred to Yejin's, that persona of Yejin as Princess Syndrome. That you think I, that <laughs> everything revolves around you. So it was a nice, yeah. a nice terminology that he used. I think that's what I appreciate mm. with him the most. But what I don't like is that there are some scenes wherein he's like an alpha male. Mm. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you've seen episode, I think it was in episode three, I guess, or episode four. But in that episodes we're in, when Yejin went back to Seoul to attend the wedding, and then Dushik came in and invited the three grandmothers to go along mm. with her. And him without her permission. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I yeah. didn't like that. Because maybe you could have told her in advance about it. So I was thinking, maybe is it a rural thing? Is it a tradition in Korea that they can just invite anyone? Because it's quite uncomfortable to watch. But in a way, it was also funny. So I don't... But there's... in real life, I don't think it will be funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> I would... Like me, I would be definitely be pissed off. Like, what the? <laughs> exactly. So. I feel like this drama, it's giving me Reply 1988 vibes. Yes. For some reason. Yes. Oh, that's what I also thought. Because uh, it's all because of the community and that every, I like that it's not just a story for the main leads. It's also a story of the whole community. Every one of them has a yeah. story to tell. So it's really nice. And in the succeeding episodes, they even mentioned that there are three mysteries in Gongjin. So that one includes the mystery uh, yeah. of Dushik and the other two mysteries. Uh, yeah, I love yes, Triangle yes, exactly. and another one. Yeah, so it's good that I'm not only the one feeling that it's Reply 1988. I was very late in the arena of watching Reply 1988 and everyone was like, oh, it's so good. You should watch it, right? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it doesn't really look good. Like the setting is not good. <laughs> but it really tells what a masterpiece it was. Because mm -mm. even though someone like me who doesn't really like that type of setting mm -mm. got engrossed and liked the overall story, it tells how the story is well written. 
Mm-mm. and the characters and everyone intertwined. So, Mm-mm. and this one as well, that really gives me that vibes, the same vibes. Yeah, exactly. I also took note of that one here that it's what I also can compare with another drama. So I don't think there's a major plot or something like if you watch other shows. Let's say, for example, what's the one that I... The recent one that I've finished was It's Okay to Not Be Okay. So the major plot was about mental health, that one. But this one, it's really light and just the everyday mundane life in a seaside village. Yeah, you're right. It's mundane, but told in a way that helps you appreciate the mundane life for some reason. Yeah, exactly. And so what are your favorite quotes, if any, from the episodes that you've watched? When I finished watching episode four, it was there that I decided to finish the whole drama until the end because of a scene wherein Dushik and Yejin were talking to each other while drinking soju and beer and the exotic drink that he made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so at that scene, they were Dushik was asking Yejin to the real reason why she came to Gongjin. And Yejin mentioned that she came because she wanted to remember her mother's birthday. And this was one of the quotes that she mentioned. So in that scene, she said, based on the translation yeah, translation already. So it's sad how your birthday get erased after you die and only the day you die remains. It feels like the fact that my mom even existed has been slowly fading away. So I'm so sorry to the listeners. It's a bit sad, but I can definitely relate because I've already lost a loved one. And this is what I exactly felt at the time when I read that translation. And I cried at that part. And it it reminds me of my late father as well. So, and on hindsight, it makes me want to bring back those days where we can just eat together or be together so it's sad but there's an, another episode another another character Wajong the owner of the restaurant the seafood restaurant she has a kid and she, he was writing a calligraphy and on that calligraphy he mentioned the meaning the quote that those who meet must part and those who mu- and those who leave must return so Mm. It baffles me and at the same time, it's, wow, it's it's deep and at the same time, I don't understand it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a simple word, but it's deep in a way on how you interpret it, right? It, yeah. On how you relate to it. I agree. I have another one, but it's related to the toothache. I really like the character of Gamri. She's the elderly grandmother. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like her because she reminds me of my grandmother as well. So in that scene, Yejin was talking to Gamri about the elderly's tooth problem. So she wanted to to the elderly to get her tooth fixed. And Yejin told her that toothaches are truly a pity. It doesn't show so no one but yourself knows how painful it is, not even your kids. So it speaks a lot because it's not just toothaches in general. Like if you feel something bad within you, a lot of people don't notice it because it just doesn't show externally. Like if you're having a bad day, if you're grieving inside, if you're full of anxieties, it doesn't show in your face because only you knows it. So in relation to that, it's quite similar to having a toothache. Yeah, they made metaphor out of that toothache. 
Yes. So those are my three chosen quotes in this K-drama. Ah, very nice. How about you? Yeah, I have only, I listed only one. Good thing you listed three. <laughs> But oh, I have, it's uh, overkill. <laughs> no, no, it's good because, you know, it gives a lot of insight to our listeners that how much lesson they can get from this light-hearted drama. But Mm-mm. for me, it was related to the toothache incident as well. So it was on episode three. So Gamri, the grandmother, at first doesn't want her teeth to be fixed. And then she was trying to just save the money so that, you know, for the kids, right? Because it's expensive to yes. have the tooth fixed. The scene was when Hyejin and Chief Hong was at the seaside. Yeah. Like they were sitting, it was nighttime. Mm-mm. And then the dentist or Hyejin said that, do you know what makes a good parent? It's staying healthy for a long time. They shouldn't endure pain to save money for their children. They should take care of themselves. And Yeah, th- this one re- literally tear me up because mm-hmm. this is, as you know, this was how I really felt from last year. And this is like a dramatic part, but it was really, it really hit me hard, this quote, which is really how I felt and how I wanted to tell my parents, my mm-hmm. own parents, they should be healthy. And if you love someone, this is actually my motto in life. Mm-hmm. This is my motto in life. Like, If you love someone, you should stay healthy for that someone Mm-mm. because it's not for your own. If you love that someone, then you should stay longer for that someone. Do not be feel heartbroken if you are gone. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, that one, when you said that quote, it also reminds me of my late father as well. Because that's what he tried. I, I don't know. I can't confirm. But that's what how I felt that he wasn't taking care of himself well because of the money issue. And yeah, it also, in a way, hit me straight in the heart. And when you said that one, it got me theory-eyed, remembering that part wherein they talked. It was really nice scene, no? They were talking at night and the waves, you can hear the waves. And it was a, re- a nice scene you can genuinely act on. And you can really feel, see the pain between Dushik trying to understand her perspective and Yejin as well trying to let him understand what happened, why sh- she has that kind of opinion and perspective yeah. as well. So yeah, it, it was yeah. really nice. It was well played out. That hit both of us. Yeah. So uh, what do you think, why should people watch this drama? Well, first thing is that I have some friends who ask me, oh, can you recommend a drama that's similar to Reply 1988? And at that time, I couldn't think of anything at all. But if they do want uh, one, this show, this the hometown cha-cha-cha would definitely fit into that. Except there's no politics here. There's a mention of politics here. And also, if you want to get a lot of insights about life, at the same time, get the fluffy feeling of being in love and the flirtiness between the characters, I think this is the show for you. And also experience some cringe moments because of their drunkenness and some mistakes that they committed. But it's a fun cringe scenes, uh, well implemented. This one is fit for you. And if you want to watch the seaside and enjoy food while watching the show, it's, it's going to be one hell of a ride. There are a lot of food that you can see up close and you just want to uh, salivate, salivate on uh. what they're eating. And 
what they're drinking. I really like to taste some of what they are eating in the show as well. Yeah, and fresh, right? Like yeah, fresh, fresh seafood. Goodness. Yeah. I'm always watching it regularly. So here in the Philippines, it's released 10 every 10 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. So once I know it's 10 p.m., then it's time for me to watch it. Oh, I think I'm just plugging ah. it in. I don't, I'm not sponsored, but I just enjoy the K-drama. So now that we're on the topic, what other shows are you currently watching? Not necessarily K-drama. Well, I've mentioned it earlier. This It's a J drama, Japanese drama about extinct, a soon-to-be extinct restaurants. And the Japanese title is Zetsume Shiro. And the title on Netflix is The Road to the Restaurants List. So this guy, his hobby is visiting this type of restaurants on the weekends while camping on his van to keep his budget at a minimum. So it's a fun activity Mm. watching him eat. And well, you know that feeling that when we eat, we're just eating it. We forget how we feel about what we eat. But when you watch him eat, it's like in the scene in some scenes in Hometown Cha 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 and this show. When they eat, you can see how their faces light up because they like what they eat. And then you can hear a lot of background information about what they feel. So Ah. it's it's fun. Is it like a reality show or it's still like a, it's, like a normal drama. Yeah, it's a pre-produced drama, but the restaurants are real. They feature restaurants that are soon to be extinct. So it's fascinating to watch. Oh, that's good. Thank you for your recommendation, says. <laughs> and for our nerdy fans, what I'm currently watching right now, or I've already wa- I've already finished in one day. <laughs> It's called DP, the Korean drama. It's um, DP means deserter pursuit. So it's about the military enlistees of Korea. The military enlistees is there is such a word, but the people who enlisted in the military. So as you know, that Korea has a mandatory military enlistment for all males above twenty years old or something. It's just a six episode drama. So and it has a lot of trigger warnings triggering yeah <laughs> like it's a lot of trigger scenes so just be careful but it's really showing how the military situation in Korea is for the enlistees and I read that it's based on or inspired from a true story. Really? I actually yes. watched the trailer for that one and I thought it was light-hearted because if you've seen the trailer, I thought it was funny. But then I've read some reviews that it wasn't. And okay, I backed off from it. So actually me, I didn't have a lot of preconceptions or any expectations at all. But I just heard that, okay, DP is about military. Then I didn't think about it, okay. And yesterday was, you know, my birthday. So I didn't think of anything. Just watch K-drama and I started it. And it was lighthearted that's the trailer was really correct but the good thing about it is that there are scenes that are lighthearted to counter or neutralize the heavy scenes so it's very dark in essence it's very dark it tells (laughs) us a lot about the bullying parts of the korean military and there was an incident in 2014 that there was like a military 
guy, like young guy. Wait, is it a spoiler? Uh, it might be a spoiler, so I will not say anything. So it's just inspired by a true story. So oh. that's, that's about it. So it's very good. It's well written, I would say, because it's very heavy in, in terms of what the story is about. But because it's well written, they, you know, like... You can binge watch the six episodes easily. That's what I, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will definitely put it on my to watch list after this one, or maybe I, I will try yeah, one just, episode tonight. Yeah, try the first episode is like okay, but as a, a lot of you know good drama, sometimes the first episode is not the determining factor, right? Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> so is Jung Hae In? So, is there a a scene where Jung Hae In showed his apps. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm not really familiar with him. He, this actor, actually. Oh, but okay. after only this one that I searched, like, oh, okay, he's from this one and that uh-uh. one. So I wasn't familiar, but. He's quite good here because his his character is very serious. Mm. But like when I look at his interviews, he's like smiling and stuff. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very like, different. He's like a boy next door character. The real the real him in terms of like being I mean, outside from the camera. In his shows, uh, in his K-dramas. Oh. Yeah. But I haven't oh, really? watched some of his K-dramas yet. I just saw him oh. guest. I think it was in Weightlifting Kim Bukju. Ah, so okay. he had a cameo there and he was just so, ad- he's also adorable. <laughs> so cute. Oh, he was there. He's very different. And yeah. even the supporting characters, I'd say, really, really did well. Carried the show, actually, I would say. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's for our defense. And maybe if you watch it, we can tackle it next time. But <laughs> it's it's one thing that you you guys shouldn't miss. And, but I dare you to watch The Kingdom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I have, the thing is big with Kingdom. I can actually watch it. But for some reason, I watch it during, I eat during dinner. So it's like, why am I watching this? <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> what a dinner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I should watch it because I've already watched most of the dramas right now. Uh-uh. And I've watched the Gangnam Beauty ID something. Gangnam, uh-uh. My ID is Gangnam Beauty. So, and I wanted to watch the Rookie Historian. So, but too much Chaun Wu for now. So, <laughs> I should maybe, you know, lesson. Yeah, shift. So, <laughs> Kingdom might be. Uh-uh. Is it good? What What do you think? It's funny. Well, in oh. the, it turned funny for me. The first two apps, I was scary. And then it turned funny. And then it turned out really well. Because the story is, um, well, it's well written. And there are a lot of issues, um, underlying issues. It gets complicated because of politics and all and the characterization mm. may be not yet there, but the build-up of the world in Kingdom is really fascinating. So, mm, it's okay. nice. And I enjoy watching the zombies. I mean, South Korean zombies are very energetic. <laughs> I can, like, from Train to Busan, I haven't seen... It's, a, it's my first time to see zombies run as fast as the humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is that, like... In the Western zombies, even though the zombies are looking so weak, they can still catch up 
with the main character who's running like World War Z or something. Ah, like yeah. Brad Pitt at World War Z, like already running so hard, but the zombie already caught up. Like, <laughs> you know, like I thought the zombie is very weak in this one, but still <laughs> caught up. <laughs> so, so yeah. Thank you so much, Sess, for the, this very fun episode. Let's continue to watch hometown cha-cha-cha and I hope our nerdy fans would also try to watch it and was spoiled by, by us but it was a good kind of spoil I yeah. think so <laughs> and then thank you also for your recommendation Sess and we'll see if we can update our nerdy fans on the next coming episodes where can our nerdy fans find you well thanks before that i'd like to say happy birthday thank you happy <laughs> birthday here so happy birthday thank Lee, you and again all the best with your endeavors in your podcast and i hope that you will have a lot of listeners from all over the world and well i'm on social media detox so i can't be fine anywhere <laughs> but i'm enjoying watching a lot of shows on netflix and watching some sports on youtube so that's what kept me busy these uh, days so right. yeah tennis i like tennis reminds me of tennis prince of tennis yeah i started tennis as well but really didn't <laughs> have the chance to <laughs> practice further but yeah <laughs> yeah again thank you so much says for your time on this show and it was really really fun talking with you thank you, thank you.